At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. Your local, the everything you need to be unstoppable store. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. All right, we're back at it. Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. West Coast. Oh, man, and West Coast indeed. You got to say it with your hey, chest. Man, you you got to say it with your chest. You were so you excited yesterday. I, I just want to say, I want to point out to you, you were so excited. First of all, congratulations to the Dodgers. You know what I'm saying? That they, Shout out to the Dodgers, got God damn it. They got L-A-R-Way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That ain't a Clippers fan. You, you, you were so excited that you hashtagged Wheat Coast. I know. <laughs> I was, I was going to hit you up. I'm like, I'm going to let him live. It, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great hey, moment. I man. saw that shit afterwards. I was like, man, fuck it. Let it fly. It already had like two 200,000 retweets and shit like that. I'm like, like, let that motherfucker fly. I like, you know weak coast. All right, weak coast hey, we, then. Hey, they know, what it, they know what it is. You know what's funny <laughs> is, and we're going to get into, we're going to talk about the sports shit, but I was, um, I was playing uh, Xbox with the homies from Carson. Uh-huh. And shout out to the homie Mo and a couple of the homies, um, and we was running, we was on 2K, and, and shout out to the homie Inglewood JB, and they was like, yo, you know what's funny is you know, when you say West Coast, it's like when Dr. Dre used to say, hell, hell yeah. yeah. Everybody, <laughs> he's like, everybody just wait for it. <laughs> and then they won, I was like, West Coast, dude. <laughs> I was like, there it go, there it go. We was waiting on it. Nah, yeah. it's, it's definitely a staple, man, and, you know, for, for it to be for the Dodgers. Let me, let me just start off by saying, look, we were, at least for me, I can only speak from my experience. I wasn't a big, you know, baseball fan growing up or anything at like all. that. It was like we were kind of bred, bred into being Dodgers fans, being from L.A. So I'm excited. I'm glad. You know, it's the first time since 88 that they've won. First time since 88 since the Lakers and Clippers won. I mean, Clippers. Lakers and uh, Dodgers won. The, the thing yeah, Lakers I, ain't, I mean, Clippers ain't winning shit. Yeah, Clippers ain't, ain't, ain't did nothing since 88. Um, but it, it was some – I didn't realize that – I seen a tweet, and I think I retweeted or I reposted it, that the first two organizations to win at one time was the Lakers and the uh, the Dodgers, right? So right. it wasn't just from ADA. It was the first time, I guess, in history that two organizations in a big city did that. So congratulations to L.A. But this is really for the Dodger fans, like the diehard Dodgers fans out there, man, the ones that have been waiting, have been, you know, feeling like we've been cursed for all these years. Like, it's not – I feel like it's – we we can take the celebration and we can have it and own it. It's cool, but for the people that was in East Los, for you know on Whittier Boulevard, like all uh, like the hey. real Dodgers fans out there, man, this is this is big for them out there, bro, man. Them, so, bro, them people was out there losing their collective shit. I saw. Let me tell you how bad it was. Right, I was watching the, the Dodgers celebrations. Uh, I saw the one on Whittier Boulevard and I saw the one downtown LA. Mm. They were going so hard that there was a truck trying to get through the intersection, right? There was just a regular truck. He had nothing to do with nothing. He didn't even probably even know what the fuck was going on, right? Dude pushing through the intersection. All these people was just blocking the intersection because they was turned up. They was doing donuts. You know, it was a real sideshow Bay Area type shit going on. And they just cracked the truck open and started going <laughs> through the motherfucking tra- uh, trailer. Tra- <laughs> That's like, oh, so we looting. All right. <laughs> I was just like, and the people on ABC7, bless them white people's heart, they didn't know what to say. It was like, there's just people looting right now on television. I see some. Like, Listen, bro, either it's extreme high or an extreme low. Motherfuckers is going to loot. You know what I'm saying? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I, I saw somebody else tweet, um, man, you thought the Lakers you thought we was going up. You thought the city was going up for the Lakers, man. Watch uh, this, the Dodgers. Oh man, you you can't imagine. I I, I automatically think of like people like my uh, Matasha's uh, um, her grandfather, rest in peace. He was a big Dodgers fan. Not get, didn't get a chance to see this moment. You know what I'm saying? And I yeah. one of the uh, one of the, the dude that works with his Tony, you know, in production. I remember him talking about. I remember the last two years, he was so excited that they went to the World Series because it, it had been some time, and he was talking about how you know. 
growing up, his father was a big Dodgers fan. And, you know, the last time, obviously, he saw them go was in 88. And, you know, I guess he had recently passed or whatever. He was like, man, this is just a big moment. And the last, so just the last couple of years of disappointment for the real Dodgers fans out there, man. This is this is big, man. And, you know, congratulations to the city. Congratulations to the organizations. And, you know, I feel like it doesn't take back or, or wipe away anything that's happened this year. But it does bring some kind of, like, peace. Like, damn, we get something, hey, you know. They fought They fought for that. Bruh. I ain't going to, like, watch it. Because, I, I, you know, I'm not, I don't watch baseball like yeah. that at all. I'm not even from the front and be like, yeah, I've been watching all season, yeah. all 100,000 games. Because baseball, you know, they play every day. Like, yeah. God. Ooh. Sorry, my bad, yo. I don't got my this, phone next to me. These people calling me in the middle of the podcast. Yeah, I have to, sorry about that. Continue. Bro, go up to the go up to the little three lines and hold option and click it. Nah, it's it's done. It's done. All right, all right. Um, so damn, what was I? Oh, I was saying I'm not for the front act like I'll be watching baseball because baseball they play every day, yeah. like except Sunday, damn near. Like they like football, y'all can have it. We right. play every day except Sunday. <laughs> it's like be 190,000 games every season for baseball, but um I know that, like, towards the end, it was a big deal when we was watching it, and I'm watching the games, and I'm like, damn, this shit is crazy. They really fought for that shit. Yeah. And um, I saw somebody uh, tweet. I don't remember who it was, but I saw somebody tweet saying that it would be dope to just have an L.A. celebration. Just a one like big parade, and, yeah. I mean, I know they're not going to have a parade, yeah. which sucks, because we got two chips in the city. <sighs> and two of the biggest franchises, like, that our city have like I mean we fuck with the Rams and the Chargers but like let's be real Lake this is a Lakers and Dodgers city so it's purple gold and blue around this bitch yeah. and, and it's like we can't have a parade and it's like damn and I don't want to take nothing away from COVID and people that we done lost but man can you imagine how turned up it would be to have a LA parade day where we shut the city down and we just act oh. a motherfucking fool out here it'll be it'll wild. look like when it'll look like uh Nips marathon funeral times times a lot right yeah man yeah it's it it really sucks at this point that and and that's why like when we see the people going out at the night of you know you just kind of got to put your hands like hey man let the city go wild let it let them do what they're gonna do as long as you're not hurting anybody as long as you're not putting anybody in any harm's way you know you can watch from a little little larceny a little little larceny don't don't you know what i mean i'm I'm not encouraging it but you know no lives are being lost as as long as no lives are being lost you're not like physically harming anybody then you know go up you know celebrate do what you got to do so Mm -hmm. very very big for the city and it just you know again we 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 pump we pump the city up and it's just a just a crazy moment i I don't think any of us would have thought like January first, twenty twenty, nobody would have thought this year was gonna play out the way it's been playing out so far. So many this year low was highs a and lows for me. Yeah, for sure. It was just like, man, we're gonna go ahead and wash our hands with this one. But it's like, whoa, we, okay, we kind of city kind of up. We, we, it's, I, it's up. I take that. I take that. Um, let's get into the uh, the, the BT Awards, man. That just happened. You were a part of that, man. Second year in a row. You you said you know you snuck snuck through the back door on this one, man. So talk about your experience yeah. with that and, and being a part of the cipher. They, and, and how how was it different this year versus last year? Well, well, first of all, shout out to Jesse Collins Entertainment, his whole team. What I love about and I don't know if I said this before um publicly, but. What I love about Jesse Collins, and, and if you don't know who, who Jesse Collins is, uh, please do your Googles. Jesse Collins, he just got the uh, – Jay-Z just uh, tapped him to produce the Super Bowl halftime show for visibility. So Jesse Collins is the dude, bro. But, but for the folks from, that don't know, recently the Rhythm and Flow, correct? Rhythm and Flow, uh, Kevin Hart's uh, Real Husbands of Hollywood. Like, he produces every BET Awards, every hip-hop awards. He's the guy, mm-hmm. right? Him and his team. Yeah. So what I love about working with, in Rhythm and Flow, obviously, on Netflix, but what I love about working with Jesse Collins Entertainment is he worked, his whole staff is pretty much women. Wow. And they're amazing women. And it's just like, fuck, man, I want to, I want to, I like this environment. Like, I love working with that, with his team, and they're just so nice. Even when we were setting up the hip-hop awards, uh, Cyphers, we got on a Zoom like this, and I was talk- we were me and Silas were talking with his team, and it was just all women, and pretty much all women of color except for one. Like she's she's amazing too, uh, one of my favorite white people. But she like they, his team is just all women, and they just run his company. And I was like, damn, this is fucking fire, bro! Like his whole shit is just ran by smart 
powerful, like dope ass women. And I was like, damn, I want a team like that. But then I realized I started thinking about our shit. And our shit pretty much is the same, same way. way. I was just about to say that. I mean, we sparkle, Charday, Tasha, like, come on, Lupe, man. Lupe, like, like our whole shit is run by women too. And I was like, this is the way. I like, and it made and what made what made it dope was it made it feel familiar. And that's when I thought about how homegrown is set up. But anyway, um, shout out to his whole team. But I think this year the different, the big difference was obviously we weren't everybody wasn't together. But the way they producing these award shows now, it's it's still dope. I like it because because it's like you get production value. You get like you get real production value because at this point they don't have a choice but to produce it for real. So I think that uh, that was a big thing that everybody caught. Like, oh, okay, it's different because it's virtual and like they shot everybody se- segregated. And what's <laughs> what's crazy is people were hitting me like, man. When you was on set, who had to, like, I was getting tweets. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I'm going to get into this, what I did yesterday, the last night. Shout out to Jill, um, one of my white moms, Jill. She had dinner for me. One of the other favorite and, white people. Yes. And <laughs> I was at Jill's house. So we were watching the Dodger game. Mm-hmm. And then trying to go back and forth between the Dodgers game and the BET Hip Hop Awards. Mm-hmm. And so... um I'm trying to keep up with the hip hop awards, but we we need the Dodger game yeah. is on. Like we're gonna win a World Series, right? Right. I mean, let's. I'm being honest. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to BT, but yeah, I'm just smelling. Come on, man. Yeah, they they, they don't understand that. They don't understand the importance of it. So we, I'm trying to pay attention to my. I'm looking at my phone, trying to pay attention to the hip hop awards shit that's going on, and then we watching TV, watching the Dodger game, and I'm like, now I'm glued to the Dodger game because it's ninth inning. It's, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like going back and forth to my phone. I'm looking at my phone like, why is my phone going? My phone going up. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot that I had did disciples. <laughs> <laughs> like my phone is going stupid. And I'm like, why are people blowing me up? Like, oh, I see you. I'm like, am I at the game? Hey, like, <laughs> no, the funny part about it too is like, that's it's a fine line when that happens because you like, Either, okay, something's cool, or hey, hey, some shit ain't right. Something going on, so you kind of have to investigate it. You can't ignore it because if it's some something that make you look crazy and you oblivious like to it. Like, I've been hacked. Oh, it's, it's a wrap. Or something. Like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm letting all kind of maggots fly. And all, like, I'm voting for Trump. I don't know what's going on <laughs> on my on my timeline. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you like if you get hacked, it's like all bad. Yeah, you just but don't know like, what's hey. going on. Yeah, for sure. So, it's like, DJ, ooh, I'm like. And I started, and I and I saw a clip, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I missed the cipher." Yeah, yeah. like because I wanted to catch everything in Real the moment, time, but yeah. I, it was just so much shit going on last night that I didn't catch it in the moment. So I was looking at all the clips, and I just start reposting everybody. But uh, I think people fuck with it. I think, man, Rhapsody, bro. Oh, she killed it. She killed the only thing that I because you that that cipher. What was the name of that cipher? It was like the artist on the rise. Mm-mm. It was called. Actually, don't let me lie and fuck that up. I think I it was called that. art. I think it was called Artists on the Rise because it was Polo G. It was um. Uh, who else? Anyway, my my point is, I felt I like right here. Let me look. Ahead, I I felt like Rhapsody. Although her performance was amazing, I didn't think she needed to be in that particular cipher. The only thing that made sense was because it was talking about the social uh, injustice or injustice and civil mm-hmm. unrest, things of that nature. So like the topic wise, I think it was cool, but I think I felt like it was labeled. No, it wasn't artists on the rise. Okay. What was the name so, of it? The Rhapsody, the one Polo G Rhapsody, Jack Harlow, Jack Harlow. and Flawless. From, from Rhythm um, and Flow. This one was called um, Political. It was called the Political Cypher. So they kept that title. Okay. So got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. In, when we were filming in production, that's what it was called. It was called the political cipher. Okay, that that's makes sense. I had the, that's why I wore the Black Lives Matter yeah. uh, hoodie. And then the other cipher that I did was why there was it called? Looking at oh, notes. hot new. It was called the hot new cipher. Okay. So that was that was all of the new people, kind of. Well, quote unquote new. Who, who's on that one? I missed that one. Um, I'm gonna fuck these names. Or Flo Millie. I, I remember Buddy was on there. Uh, I can't rem- I can't remember. Okay. Right. Drawing a blank, but well, well it, it takes away what I thought then, because I thought I must have read something incorrect. I thought it was artists on the rise, and my thing was like, "Yo, this is amazing!" Like Rhapsody killed it, but she didn't need to be the artist on the rise. Now I'm glad that she did win lyricist of the year, though. I thought that was amazing that the fact that they they did um award her with that. But the thing that I, I took away most from it, man, I like 
I like real reactions. I like I don't yeah. like the bullshit. Oh man, yeah, thank my fans. Da, da, da. They the way they set it up for her to win. You know, Ti and the um the uh, the eighty five South show who's hosting it. They set it up perfectly. They they set it up as if she was going to be doing a cipher. So they had her sitting to the side and then explain that lyricist of the year was her. And when I say her reaction was so genuine and so pure, I missed that from award shows versus the, the cool-ass motherfuckers that are accepting awards. Oh, man, y'all want to thank my fans. Thank God. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we going. Like, I don't like that. So the fact yeah. that that was implemented in it as well, even though it was a virtual show, I love that, man. And I think that's what it needs to get back to because it 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 shows that the artists that are genuine and really care about the craft. And she said it, the, the the thing that she loved about winning the BET award, because it was her first award, period. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. It was her first award ever. And she's like, yo, I'm glad it's it's a, the BET award because it's from a black network, yada, yada, yada. Like, yep. So I think that the show to show the significance in that was amazing, man. So salute to Rhapsody, man. She kicked ass, like for sure, for sure. Shout out to Rhapsody uh, on the Cypher. Shout out to Flawless, Real Talk, the, the homie from Rhode Island. Flawless is always exceptionally good. Yeah. Like, all, every time. Every, I, I've I like, never heard I like he got that black. shot, too. Huh? I like that he got that shot, too. Obviously, from, you know, not, not winning rhythm and flow, but he's still, you know, getting, getting some, some press out there. And, like, anytime he shows up, he shows out, man. So, salute. I love I love uh, hearing flawless rap, but I think and then also uh, what's her name? Damn, I'm gonna fuck her name up. Is it Chica? Yeah, oh, Chica from Alabama. Yeah. Oh my god, oh. bro! Like people, like I just like I like that. You know, as a as a fan, I'm yeah. a fan of the ciphers. Yeah. Because we go, we I mean we came up watching the ciphers mm-hmm. with DJ Premier, and and he and they had the TDE cipher. Oh that was like, that was probably one of the most boy Q ones. and yeah. like. Jokes on you, uh, I high bet. five, yeah, like, yeah. bro, that shit right there. And then to be DJing the ciphers is like, sur- that's really some surreal shit to yeah, me. Yeah. I just know, I, cause it's like, bro, you can get anybody to do this. Yeah, yeah. No, that I had, a, I had, a, I had a fan moment. I'm not gonna lie, cause I remember when when TDE did a cipher. I remember bugging out when Absol was on there. This was years yep. back, and he yep. had the homegrown uh, wristband yep. on. And I remember yep. fanning out then, and then to see you ho- and I ho- uh, do do the cipher two years in a row. I'm like, damn, look, look how far motherfuckers didn't really came. And now it's like for them, it's one thing to be a part of it, but to ask you to come back, like it was like, yo, okay, yeah. He, he, that that moment of when when TD was like, yo, they really let us in the build. Like I celebrating that success. It's like, yo, they really let us in the building. So that was that was dope that uh that you got to. A chance to be a part of that experience, man, and and you know that they called you back. Um, also, gotta say, shout out to Hit Boy who got Producer of the Year. I thought mm-hmm. that was amazing as well. Uh, Roddy Rich, Roddy got a uh, Hip Hop Album of the Year, and and, and, and if, he, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say with the box, if the, if he didn't win Song of the Year, I felt like that would have been a shot in the foot to to BET. Wait, no, no, no. That's too soon. Yeah. Don't say don't say trying to foot. I didn't mean it. But anyway, yeah. Um, because I'm about to get into hip hop album of the year. Roddy Rich is in the category with Meg the Stallion. He was in there with the baby, two the baby albums, Kirk and Blame It on Baby. Yeah. And Lil Baby. Wow. And Future. Oh, yeah. Like them is some that's not like it's not it's Future, Meg the Stallion, Lil Baby, and the baby. Like, that's not that's not to be taken lightly. So shout out to the goddamn West Coast. You know what I'm saying? We out here. I also think um, who else? He got he got song of the year. He got hip hop album of the year, and I think he won another one, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, so, uh, song song that was just obvious. Everybody was singing the box this past year. So if he didn't get that one, I I, I would have thought something was up for sure if he yeah. didn't win that song. Um, yeah, man, I I just think that that's amazing. It was a proper representation, like you said. This year, I like we're just moving forward with the way award shows are adjusting to doing virtual uh, presentations and productions, I think they have a chance to really get it right. Like even something as like subtle as the way they like had you come in and out, like the, the, the I know it was like a green screen, but it just looked, it looked dope as hell with the black background. And they kind of like faded you in while the other person was coming in and out. Like that was dope, man. Like it was a really, really good, good production. And it, I feel like you can really exercise your creativity with you know the technology that we have at hand you know if it's done right so you know i i like the fact that they're embracing it and they're not running from it and they're just going full full um full steam ahead with it so i i, I salute that for sure no i think hold on 
I'm recording. See, at least I didn't answer my phone in the middle of a podcast. Um, See? just leave or uh, uh -oh. come at twelve. Oh, uh oh, <laughs> coming at twelve. What's that? What we doing? I don't stay out my business. <laughs> you you could have easily muted your mic. I know. I didn't yeah, think about that. You tripping? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Who who coming at? Hey, I was I was <laughs> I was looking at this is so super random. Uh, one of my Facebook friends, her her husband, uh, put out there, and I didn't even realize. Yeah, it was her husband. He put out there. I don't know why. I don't know what the context was, but he was like, "Hey, women, what's that one cologne a guy wears that makes you double take?" And she retweet, she reposted, and was like, "Who the hell are you trying to get to double take?" I'm like, "Yo, what are you, what are you doing right now, dog? What is your problem?" Ah, oh, man. So yeah, should have muted that mic. Uh, but nah, yeah. I, I don't give a fuck. I do want to shout out to um, I, I do want to shout out to a uh, 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 hit boy again because um, I think I think what's dope, did I did I talk about what me what hit boy said to me at, at uh yeah I think you mentioned how he said um I I feel like we had this conversation before you can start it now I'll, I'll cut you off if you did no 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 but I don't think I, we talked about it on the pod. But I was, t uh, you know, I had called Hit Boy mm -hmm. to tell him that I think he needs some slaps. Mm -hmm. And so, oh no, no, uh, we were on the phone when that happened. I don't think we mentioned it on the podcast. So, I, so Hit Boy's having a hell of a year. Mm -hmm. Shout out to my young homie Hit Boy. He's the he's the guy. Yeah, baby goat going on right now. Crazy run. Now I called Hit Boy on the phone. I Facetimed him one day, and I because it was just on my mind, and I was like, look, bro. You know, you go on a hell of a run. He's like, hey, you know, I appreciate you. Woo, woo. And I'm like, bro, but I need you to, I need some slaps though. Mm -hmm. Like I want, I want the, I want them, I need, a, I need them, them billboard joints right now. Mm -hmm. Like, cause you got, you got the critical acclaim is through the roof. Yeah. The respect is through, everybody respects you at this point. Mm -hmm. There's nobody who won't work with you at this point. Like he's in there. I'm not on I, yeah, I don't. I remember. I remember. Yep. He's in there with some people. Yeah. He in there with a white boy. That's that's the baddest white boy. I mean, you, know what you I'm just saying? pretty much gave it away. But okay. No, I didn't. You no, did. I didn't. You did. Uh, so he's in there with a couple of people, the biggest pop stars, all kind of shit. He's cooking for right now, and I'm like, yo, you having a run? Like, but I want you on them charts, so that way when they speak on your name, they got to put some respect on your fucking name, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you but got. No, 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 I'm not saying that. In the industry and, and and in our in our business, like he got hip hop, what is it, hip hop uh, producer, producer of the year, or producer of the year, mm -hmm. and then hip hop awards. It's uh, it's undoubtedly Hit Boy right now having his run. What I want though is I want you to be on them charts where everybody got to get out, everybody got to give you your fucking respect, and I need in order to do that, you got to do the mainstream shit too. Like it can't just be the art the art shit. And he's like, man, I'm not tripping. I'm like, all right, cool. So then when we were at Price's uh, event, he pulls me aside. He's like, hey, man, that shit really, you know, that shit really been on my mind. Like, he <laughs> called me and told me, he's like, that kind of shit stayed with me low key. <laughs> like, like, what you mean I ain't got no slaps? Like, <laughs> hey, you got a way of tugging at somebody's ego. See, yeah. but, and, and the way I was going to say it, I'm like, I feel like he doesn't need to. You, you, I, I understand where you're coming from. From the industry standpoint, and from a, especially from a DJ, because a lot of the joints that he has, you know, a lot of them you just can't. It's 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 not gonna get regular rotation. It's not gonna be a power record that you can play in and out all the time, right? But I feel like what what he's going for is the respect of the streets, right? And oh. and oh. and himself, right? Of like proving to himself what he can and what he's capable of doing. I don't know, and, and you can you can tell me obviously what what the past the conversation was or how it got extended, but I don't know. I, I feel like he's, and again, just my my opinion. I think that he's went through that and it didn't work out in his favor. Chasing the 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 hits after niggas in Paris. When you have a no, when you hold on, when you have a hit like that, you constantly find yourself okay. I need the next niggas in Paris, and you lose sight of what you fell in love with and the craft of it, right? And I think right now what we're seeing is him fall in love with the craft, him choosing to work with people and saying, look, now I just want to do this for the love of it. And the success coming from that is obviously boosting things up, but it's it's that reassurance that he's getting like, man, fuck it, I don't have to do that. You're right. Like, it'd be dope if that happens too, but I don't have to do that. Now, 
If he chooses to do it down the line, cool. But right now, I feel like he's in his bag of, man, I'm tunnel vision. Fuck that. You see the Big Shines. You see the Nods. You see the Benny the Butcher. You see all these people that he's working with. It's strictly a, you know, I'm going to select you or, you know, I feel like we got good chemistry, Dom Kennedy. We got good chemistry. Let's just work and let the music and let let the success fall where it may at that point. And I was getting to that. That's what he told me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and then he showed me an email that was a full fade. He showed me an email from somebody from the GOAT. Oh. Like, yo, yeah, you having a legendary run, you know, oh. keep your foot on your neck. Woo, woo, woo. And I'm he was like, see, this is why I do it, head. Mm. It's like all that shit you were saying, you real, you right, but fuck it. Yeah. Look at this. Yeah. He showed me the email and I saw the. I saw the name on the email. Mm. I was like, ooh, mm. ooh. In his iPhone. Mm. You know what I'm like, saying? He shut my ass up. At, at rocknation.com, like, you know huh? <laughs> hey, listen, bro. Let me tell you something. He showed me that goddamn email. I went, I felt like a real bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna just keep on playing these these, these music real quick. Hey, I'm gonna go ahead and go back over here to my nine to five while you go be great. You know what I'm saying? Nah, man, but I, I think, I'm gonna go back to turn my turn my webcam on and talk to the world with no draws on <laughs> while you out here getting emails from from the goat. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, but I I think parts of what you're saying is right though. Like, and I think we we're looking at it from a. I hate having these conversations. I hate having these debates and people not put respect on his name like exactly I, I, I was pissed off and i think a lot of us were pissed off at the versus series like because low-key he was one of the first i think the first him and um him and uh uh, uh boy wonder boy wonder they were the first producers outside of swiss beats and timberland to do a versus battle and after that battle now honestly i think that had a lot to do with it too they didn't really put respect on his name during that battle man because Boy Wonder had all the Drake features and all the Drake uh, placements, um, and from a from a from an optic standpoint, a lot of people just looked at it as Boy Wonder winning because you know it's Drake you got the cheat code yeah. right. So yeah. I think, and I just remember looking at his face during the battle. I was like, oh yeah, he this is a this affected him in a way that a lot of people probably don't even know, and I and we've seen nothing but you know classics coming from Hit Boy. You know, and and him doing it his his way and putting way. on other people. Like I love the fact that he put on one of the other homegrown homies, and they've been working for some time. Jansport J, you know, one of the biggest records on Benny the Butcher's album uh, that people are talking about. That actually Jay Z arranged and helped. You know, he said he he got help with Jay Z. Jansport mm-hmm. J was on that beat as well. So it's like not only are you doing it your way, not only are you bringing in people, having people collab that probably would have never collabed before, you know, you, you providing opportunities as well, man. So nothing but respect to Hit Boy. And it, it goes, it goes layers beyond this because of how, how incredibly, you know, humble this dude is, what he's been through, you know, his story and how he's been able to kind of like really thrive in 2020, man. So I, I, I love it. I just want people to have to give our homies their respect. That's yeah, all. Yeah. Like, you know, um, we're going to come back to Ty, but uh, this past week was Roddy Rich's birthday. Shout yeah. out to the young homie Roddy Rich. I didn't realize he was only 22. So when we interviewed him, he was like 19? He was literally 19. <sighs> wow. Crazy. Crazy. Literally 19. Yeah. And um, matter of fact, I text Roddy for his birthday. He was out the country. You know what I'm saying? Flex. And, yeah. And um, what I thought was dope was... Hold on, let me see if I can pull this text up. We gotta get our virtual post production on the little whoop. Put put the little put the text message on the screen. We're gonna work on uh, that. We gonna figure yeah, Chuck gonna figure that shit out. I like the way you put my name on that. I will though. So okay, so I text Roddy for his birthday. Damn, I can't find it. Damn, I don't even realize he'd be texting this much. Flex. Um, and no, no, not him. I'm telling you, like, you know oh, how your text general, be all yeah. the way down? Yeah. Okay, here we go. So I text him. I said, happy C-Day, bro. He says, appreciate you, bro. Album almost ready for you to put that ear to it. I said, I heard. Let me know when you're ready. So that means oh, wow. that we may or may not be getting a Roddy Rich album uh, fairly soon, which I predicted first quarter next year. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, that's that's easy. That's easy. I predicted. I predicted top of the year. I said on. I said it on the air. I'm on record. We're gonna get a Roddy Rich album top of the year next year, 2021. So be him saying that confirmed it. He, com, well, it doesn't confirm it, it but confirmed. it means that the album is finishing up. 
Yeah, it's, it's there. They got some things recorded. Let's put it like if he, that. If he want me to come listen to it, that yeah. because he don't. He don't he want don't, you to come in there while he was recording. He don't never let me listen to shit no more in the process because he. Because <laughs> he, he, when he recorded, uh, when he was doing Please Excuse Me for being anti-social, I came in there and fucked his whole program. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was cool. He was like, yeah, you know, the style. No, it's not. No, it ain't. <laughs> That's what you thought. Hey, but he just won hip hop album of the year too. Hey, goddamn it! Hey. You know what I'm saying? Hey, uh, that he. I mean, the thing is, man. If when when he said you messed up his whole program, like no, it, it was he probably, was like, bro, this shit weak. He said, I've been <laughs> in the studio for two weeks straight. <laughs> he said, he said, he said, when well, the first time when I came to the studio and I listened to the album, and I was like, nah, this is cool, but I think you could do better. This yeah, ain't, this ain't it. He was like, oh shit. He was like, he we, like, we was about to get this shit mixed, master. And it was fucked up because his A and R, both his A and R's, was in the room. Oh, like Alice and Kifa, they was around, and I was like, "Yeah, I, this is cool. I think you could do better. This ain't it." He said, "I've been in the studio for two <laughs> weeks straight trying to fix this shit." <laughs> hey, but he got hip hop album of the year. Hey, it's you know cool. What I'm Sometimes I believe he's gonna win a Grammy. Of course, I believe he's gonna win a Grammy. Yeah, he should. Let's put that out there. He should. He should. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the homies, bro. Yo, you knocked the whole Respect cool out of him. The whole yeah, like nah, this is this is cool. But well, no, actually, I told him this shit weak. You didn't tell him that. You didn't tell him it was weak. I did. I said, this shit weak. I think you could do better. Hold on. I want to see because something just popped up. And I want to see if it's actually confirmed. Um, You know, obviously, Drake has said the album's going to be coming in 2021. Certified Loverboy. A lot of people have been waiting. January, yep. A lot of people have been waiting, thinking it was going to happen this year, thinking it was going to happen like any day now. Um, But you you tweeted something the other day regarding Kendrick. Do you remember what you said? No. About when the Kendrick album was going to come? It was a prediction you had. I, uh, let me see. I said something about K-Dot album. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Well, I, I remember seeing it. You said something about him dropping an album before the year ends. You said you feel like you feel like an album's coming before. Do you still feel that way? <sighs> That's not what I said. Okay. So explain. Okay. What did you say? Mm-hmm. Let me, let, me, let me figure out what I said, bro. What did I say? Because this headline that I just saw right here either confirms that or... Okay, I said new K-Dot before top of the year. Is so you mean like a song, right? A song, yes. I'm not saying an album at all, though. What do you think about... He might be at Beyonce status where he can just drop an album. That's I, what they did oh, with yeah. Untitled. I think he, they did, he's they there. They did with Untitled. He's there. He's there. He can definitely do that. Especially didn't, now that didn't, didn't, isn't that how Untitled came out? Like Top just I dropped it. I believe or? so. It was right? No, it was, yeah, it was because it was right after uh, "To Pimp a Butterfly." It was all like the the uh, the incomplete songs, leftover songs, yeah, incomplete songs from uh, "To Pimp a Butterfly." But um, I'm seeing that Universal Music Publishing Group has signed Kendrick Lamar to an exclusive worldwide administration deal, um, which was announced, I believe, yesterday. Um, now this is according to Billboard Widely regarded as one of the most influential hip hop artists of all time Kendrick Lamar A songwriter, Compton And a produce Okay, blah 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 The announcement comes after Lamar launched his own entertainment company Obviously the P.L. Lang in March And recently dispelled rumors that he had left the longtime label TDE So um, I really don't know what to make of this Because there, you know With With contracts and deals there's a lot of layers to this but what what do you think that leads us into getting new Kendrick Lamar does that speed up the process or does that slow it down speeds it up speeds it up so you still standing by new Kendrick Lamar before 2020 before 2021 2021 I'm sorry well no yeah yeah before 2021 sorry we'll get a song or a teaser or something we gonna get something before the top of the year I just don't see this whole year going by with everything that happened and there's no K.Dot commentary I like like here's the thing. I think he's gonna wait out the election. Because mm, there's too much noise going on right now. Bro, listen, you know how much content is just in this year alone? Yeah. Lakers got a chip, Dodgers got a chip. Absolutely. You got Black Lives Matter, you got the pandemic. You, we lost Kobe. Like, bro. 
And to this, be perfectly this, honest, he hasn't. We haven't got anything from him since. Damn. So it's a lot, a lot of stuff that, that you know, nit passing away. There's a lot of things within the city, within hip hop, and worldwide that has happened. Um, that I'm, I know he, he's he's touching on or speaking on or you know has some like and, say, commentary on. And you know he, I don't know if it's, I mean, if it's really out there like that, but he has some additions to his life as well. Very so, true. Very true. Yeah. Like, you Family know. wise, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. They leaked um, his, they leaked his address to his new house, like all kind of shit been going on. Wait, again? <clears throat> well, no, the other, the big one, the one in, the one. Oh, in okay, the well, I don't, yeah, I don't want to talk about that because I remember they leaked one and he confirmed, like, yeah, that's not my house, like, or no, no, they leaked it I, and he, he God, sorry, sorry, that's why TDE calling right now, like, hey man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, they they leaked the address and he sold the house, right? Yeah, well, that the yeah, top told me that. That was so, hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah. So what happened was the address. He said some bullshit as real estate leaked that he had, that K dot bought the house, and so they he said they sold it the same. Oh, week. how idiotic do you have to be to do that? To put the word out, oh, I know you feel stupid right now. All right, so you saying it speeds up the process because I, I honestly heard that there was going to be an album dropping. This is this is top of the year. I heard an album was going to be dropping before summertime. And, you know, obviously that hasn't happened. There's a lot has happened between then, so I understand why. But, you know, with this new deal in place, um, yeah, new dot. I think, I think whenever you do a big deal like that, there's a big bag involved. Of and then white people want their money. They want their monies. They want their monies. All right, let me see. My colleagues. For the opportunity. Okay. All right, well, I mean, this this is good good news. I, I like, you know, I, we've all been waiting for the homegrown homie to drop some stuff. So, hopefully. Listen, this week. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I just said hopefully he does it. And, and you mentioned that, you know, you think he's going to do do it after the elections, which we, you know, what's funny, we, as much as we've been talking about it, you know, as far as voter registration, voter suppression, um, you know, what, what 45 has been doing, how how uh, Biden and Harris, how, how they've been graded, um, you know, trying to get into the dog fight and things that is happening. We are literally less than a week away. So, the, which means that next time we record a podcast, we will know the results or we will have something to talk about dealing with this controversial election. It's so, going so, to be some bullshit. All right. So are we doing, are we doing uh election uh, predictions right now? What, what do you think is going to happen? Come next Tuesday. If you want me to keep it real. Predict it. Go ahead. What's going to happen? Think they, I think, I think the orange man going to win again. If I'm being honest, I just don't see enough faith in the Biden Harris ticket. Mm-hmm from the from every community involved his basis they you know they got machine guns and f- trump flags and they 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 campaign like a month like they they stick together it's like it's like our like i don't want to say our but the other side of the aisle is like really still div- divisive yeah you got people who don't like i just talked to one of my friends and she's from she's from frisco she's from san francisco mm-hmm. and you know that, that was kamala harris's district and she said, you know how many of my partners that bitch is locked up for no reason? Ooh. And I was just like, fuck. So and imagine how many people feel like that. that you way. got Joe Biden, who who pretty much wrote the crime bill, right, back in the day. 94. And then I'm going to get into that in a second. And then you got Kamala Harris, who's a federal, who's a prosecutor, locking niggas up her whole career. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much. So it's like, ugh, it's ugly, bro. Where you're on the other side, you got this white man talking to a whole bunch of white people and like, yeah, you know, I'm on some white people shit. It is, it's for us, this our shit. Mm-hmm. When when actually the country's brown at this point, but whatever. Um, long story short, let me go back to this Kamala Harris. I mean, this Joe Biden shit. So I went down a wormhole. First of all, full disclaimer, I fell off my bike. We ain't gonna talk about it. It was fucked up. I got hurt bad. My shoulder up. Oh, do you really? You really got really got hurt. I was. I took off work two days. I called. Oh up. snap! I didn't know. I saw the. I saw the clip, but I thought it was like, oh, I fell, but I got back up and we cool. We dusting it off. Today would be my first day back back in the radio. You station. gotta be I, kidding me! Wow, I, didn't I know just that. laid up. I just laid up for two days and didn't and just recuperated because so my body I was. I'm old now. I fell like it was. It was kind of a fucked up fall. I ain't gonna lie. I got a bruise, big bruise here. Yeah, like, we can't just not talk about it. What happened? How did you fall? Put it like this. Did you fuck up? No. So 
I'm if you look at the video that I posted, mm-hmm. I'm riding and one of the other homies is riding. And he and he came over and he got too close to me. Ah. He, he startled me and he he, he kind of like he bumped me a little bit. Mm-hmm. After he after that, I lost control. I went down, took him down. Like four of us went down. Wow. And we was going we was going through the LAX tunnel. I seen that. I seen that literally right where the tunnel was at. Bro, and then you talking about scary because them cars come flying through yeah. that motherfucker. I'm like, oh, it's over. I'm like, oh, it's oh yeah, this it. It's gonna be fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And it's caught on camera. And it's on camera. So it's like, damn, but yeah, so I went down hard on my bike. Did um, luck did shot, luck fall too? Man, I talked to luck, bad luck texted me uh the same day. And he was like, bro, was that you that went down? I'm like, yeah. He's like, damn, I went down too. I'm just leaving the, the hospital. And then he texts me later on. He's like, bro, two other homies went down today. It was just in the air. Oh, wow. Like the he's like, bro, we just left the hospital right now. I'm like, bro, I didn't go to no hospital. I wasn't yeah. fucked about fuck all that. Like, yeah. yeah. See, I didn't know if it was, I didn't know if that was related to the situation because I saw him post something about falling too. And I'm like, damn, I wonder if that was the same situation with him. So his situation nah, was completely It was random. all separate. Wow. All segregated, but like three, four people went down all over the, I mean, different areas of the wow. city that same day. And it was just, it was fucked up. But um, nonetheless, because I was down, I just be, I started binge watching. It was a show on Prime Video. I forgot what it's called. It's called like, um, ch- ch- it was called something ch- about, it was something about children. Mm-hmm. And you can Google it. It's something on Prime Video okay. about children being charged as adults in the United States. And it's called, let me see, damn, I want to get you the name. Prime. Nah, keep talking. I'll, I'll look it up. Keep talking. So, um, it's something about children being charged as adults on Prime Video in 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 the United States, and it's very rare when it happens, but it does happen. And I'm watching these stories of these kids, boys 15. among men. Nah, okay, keep going. I'm, these kids are like 15. I could easily just pull it up right now because it's in my thing. Um, 15, 16 years old, and they commit a crime. Mm-hmm. And because it's because it's considered a capital crime, they're charged as an adult and sentenced to life without parole. Wow. And it was like, what the? F-? So now I'm watching this shit like they could really do this. Like it, they really they could really do this. And um, hold on, here we go right here. And, and it, it just tripped me out because it was like, damn, I didn't realize that our country was that fucked up. Yeah. As I'm watching these stories, it's like this one, and, and there's this there's this crime that was committed. Kids Four behind bars. Are, kids behind bars. Life of parole, season one. Okay, I'm gonna watch that. Yep. Kids behind bars, bro. Life of parole. That shit is so fucked up watching that shit. I got to like, I got like four episodes. Mm-hmm. And there was a crime that was committed. It was a dude, it was a white dude getting some money out the ATM. Four people were charged for his murder. Both of the white kids got off. One got probation or something because he flipped on everybody. The other white kid got like some uh, some other bullshit ass sentence. And both of the black kids got life without parole. That's with sick. no parole. That's sick. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And so as I'm watching it, as I'm watching the, the documentary kind of unfold, they're going through the motions of trying to file an appeal. I'm starting to see how that night that crime bill that Joe Biden and them had to do with the shit because they went back to the whole super predator thing. And these are super predators. And woo, woo, woo. This man has been in jail for 21 years already. He went to jail when he was 15. They locked him up in, 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 in with the adults, with grown ass men, with without the possibility of parole. And the two white kids got off the two black kids is in there. And it was like, and this man been there 21 years under the assumption that he's going to die in prison for some shit that he didn't even pull the trigger on. Right. The, the, the other white kid pulled the trigger or the other, the, one of the other kids pulled the trigger, but just because he was there and because it's in, it's in that, that re, I think it was in Georgia, he got life without parole. Dog. Now I didn't even, I, I remember the free meat um, documentary on prime video. I have to go back and watch that too, but it was just like, this criminal justice system, bro, is fucked up. And, I, and I'm not saying, like, the family, obviously, of the victim wants them in there forever. Mm-hmm. But what about the mother two white kids? Right. That actually did the harm to... That actually did the shit. Yeah. Like, that shit was so... And I'm just... And so, as I'm watching this shit, I'm like, 
it started really, I ain't gonna lie to you, and I've never in my I've never in this with the last four years questioned what I was gonna do come election time. That's the first time I ever was like, I can't, I can't vote for this nigga. So that that and that, it literally made me question my my voting that I I have yet to file my I I've got my my mail in ballot but I'm gonna walk it in because I don't fuck that mail shit mm. so um, I'm gonna walk it in on election day but I was just like it's the first time I've questioned what I'm gonna do in November in the last four years wow that shit was wild bro because I'm watching these and I'm watching like I'm watching um. Then they they were I remember seeing like the clips of uh, Joe Biden and, and Hillary Clinton, all the Democrats, Clinton, uh, Bill, Hillary, all the Democrats. Like yeah, these are super predators. We need to get them off the streets. Whoa, 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 whoa. And I'm just like, damn, this is fucked up, bro. This You're right. Is- I, I I understand. I guess I have a different take on it because although I agree, I, I agree, it's it's definitely fucked up, right? But we're in a system that clearly isn't for us anyway right correct and we all we all understand this we we've you know we've had relatives that's been you know in in the criminal justice um you know that that's been charged that's been through all types of this whole lifestyle right we've we've experienced it whether whether you haven't right you've seen it and you witness it like "Hmm, that ain't right Mm -hmm. i guess my question is how do you make it right if if somebody like that, right? Listen, if if somebody like that, like like Biden, is saying, "Yo, you're right. You're right. I did have something to do with this," and he he's he's mentioned on on the uh, the debate in terms of you know his his participation in it, and I guess trying to undo it or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. At that point, when it when it comes, because I feel like at that point, people had this much time to say, "All right, he's clearly not the choice." We had Bernie, right? We had. There was there was different choice. Like people could have selected somebody else as the candidate, but now that he is the only person to go up against Trump, right? It's like okay, I, I guess two ways I look at it. Before we get into the, the him being the only the only person, the fact that he is the selection or one one of the only candidates mm-hmm. from from a from a human standpoint. We've all we all can agree we've done some things we we you know have changed in the last five, 10, 20 years, right? I don't know, yeah. you know, we're, we're different individuals. They say every every seven years we, we evolve or change. So are we are we gonna still hold him? And this is just, just a generic question. I just, are we still gonna hold him to that at this point? No, no, no. I'm not with the, the charge of me now for like yesterday's crime shit. I'm not with that. That's the cancel culture shit. I'm and, totally against that. But I feel like that's the that's the rhetoric a lot of people run with when it comes to him. Like, man, 94 crime bill. You're right. And, and I'm and I'm not saying what's right or wrong, but I know the effects of what's happened that definitely fucks us up today. Right? I get that. But down now now we're literally a week away. And somebody like I, I feel like that's the me- not the message that you're putting out there, but a lot of times when people are saying that, they're like, well, I ain't going to vote for the motherfucker because of that shit that happened then. Mm-hmm. We had two years, three, four years to find a different candidate, to find somebody that wasn't a part of this, right? Mm-hmm. We, we slept on Bernie. I, I can't think of it. It's my, I, didn't, I can't even tell you who the other options were at this point, but that's, that's what we have at this point, right? Andrew if, Yang. I was a Bernie yeah. guy or Andrew Yang guy for sure. Gotcha. But, Cause they have radical different ideas to like, you know, just, but I, I honestly, you're right. At this point it is what it is. Like, like I, like I said, I think he going to win again anyway. I think they're going to vote him right back in office because of the people, because of not necessarily what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. but people have their own personal opinions about Biden and, and Kamala Harris. Now, I think the whole system needs to be torn down. Of course. From, from, yeah, and, and, and again, from the, from the, you're from right. the roots. Yeah, exactly. Pull that shit from the roots. Let's restart. But right now, that ain't happening. To, that ain't happening tomorrow. It ain't happening next week. And right. or or who knows? He could, he could, he here's a theory. He could lose and like, nah, I ain't going nowhere. And then that forces everything getting uprooted. Him, him, him refusing to go out. Could be a great thing because then it's like, oh no, well, we have to 
we have to take you out, right? And 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 what I think that what that shows is like, oh wait, so he's not gonna he's not gonna let's just say Trump doesn't win. And he said, no, nah, I ain't going because of X, Y, and Z. Oh, man, voter fraud, X, Y, whatever, right? People will see at that point, like, oh, damn, it can it can be challenged. Like, oh, we we can go the opposite way than him just, you know, the the, the picture that we see of them going to the helicopter and shaking hands and what, what Obama did to Trump. Like, all right, you know, I know I don't fuck with you, but I'm going to do this for the cameras. Peace out. Like, it doesn't have to go that way. I think if Trump doesn't win we may see something that we've never seen when it comes to this election process that will wake people up more than I, more than, than, than we've already seen so far. And I agree with you. I called that shit. I, I, I think for sure it's going to be some bullshit when it's time for him to get, for him, but if he, if, but if, but oh yeah, you're right. So, but, but if he, if he goes another term, he knows for a fact at that point it's, it's supposed to be over. So I think he won't go. He won't, he won't. I feel like he won't challenge it the next go round if he gets another term. This term, if he feels like he won, or he, I feel like he'll he'll be able to challenge it. But I also think that you're right. Like a lot of people up in question, but I think that you also have a significant amount of people that that voted for him and that are looking like, oh shit, we fucked up. Then you have a, a lot of other people that have been seeing how he handled, you know, the pandemic, and it's like, man, that's not leadership. I don't know how I feel about him. Whatever way you sway, like that's a deciding factor for a lot of people. Then you just have people that just don't like him. That are like, man, anybody but Trump, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. care what the '94 crime bill had to do with whatever. Anybody but Trump. So I think that that kind of raises the likelihood of of people actually showing up. Now we're, we're having more people in records. I, I saw, I forgot the stats, but they're saying this year. There's been more people that mailed in ballots and, and have partic- participated in the, the process prior to Election Day than people that that voted last uh, last election. That's crazy. More mail in ballots, more people that have, have done the, the process than people that actually voted last go round. So I think what that is, is people are, are more engaged with the process. And you're right. The people that are in question you know that either going to split the 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 uh the votes that are going to you know you have a, a percentage of people that's going to probably write in whoever the fuck they feel like including Kanye unfortunately people voting for fucking Kanye then you have people that's going to say man I I don't have no dog in the fight anyway cuz the system's corrupt I'm just going to vote locally I'm not going to vote for anybody which that's not a vote for him getting out of office you know what I'm saying that's that's just a a split vote and then you have people that are like man uh Fuck this fool. I'm voting anybody but him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you have the people that are for, for Biden and Harris that feel like, man, this is our only hope. Like, I don't like him, but boom. So I think that that kind of like, that kind of like evens out the base of the Trump radicals, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, either way, I think it's going to be a very, 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 very close margin. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be, I think he's, I think, Trump is not going to win, but it's going to be something that's going to allow him to challenge it, and he's going to push whatever this pro. Like I feel like next week we're going to talk about like, damn, we still don't know. <laughs> we still don't know what the outcome uh, is. I think bro. it's going to be pushed. I think it's going to be pushed. So that's my prediction. I think next week we're going to come in here, and it's going to be an extension of the conversation of like, damn, we didn't see this coming, bro. I don't know. It's exhausting. I'm not gonna lie. It's exhausting. It's so exhausting, bro. Like, just go. I I, <laughs> I do want to. I do want to say this because you mentioned it, and I, we can we can end on this unless you have anything else to say. Um, I I was questioning the melon, you know, the, the drop boxes, but I did mine that way. I put mine <laughs> in the drop box. Now the, the interesting part is that they have the trackers, so. That's the only reason why I was like, okay, I'm going I'm to put it in there and track my votes. So now I'm tracking my status so I know what's going on. And where, I've, where I put it at, there, it's highly unlikely somebody's going to fuck with those boxes. It's not like downtown near the courts or anything like that. So it's a real low-key spot in the city that I don't think anybody, well, I know people know that it's a drop box there, but I don't see nobody, we were talking about it last time, they setting them fire, um, you know, certain boxes. I don't think anybody's going to do that there. Uh, but I mean, you do take, you do have and take that chance doing that. 
But I yeah, feel I'm, like I'm, me and me and Tasha talked about. It. I'm like, if that happens, we'll know in enough time that okay, look, our vote didn't get in. So come election day, if we have to actually walk in, because I think it's gonna be stupid at the polls, and I think yeah. that it's gonna get to the point where I I don't want to leave it up to the day of because anything could happen. You know, they can shut some shit down. They can be anything. I. Anything can happen at this point in time. I don't want to leave the chance. I'd rather have the idea of like, okay, I put it in there and track it. And if something goes wrong, I got another last minute option versus, all right, this is it. Come with the November 2nd or 3rd, the third come November 3rd. It's my last option to try to get in my vote. Um, but yeah, I thought it was interesting. I want to walk my that. shit in, bro. I don't not fucking with them people. So let's <laughs> say, let's say you walk it in, right? You go the day of the line is around the, 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 the building. I'm gonna wait. You gonna wait? Yeah. So, you gotta be on air though. I, oh, can't. that's that's different. You're right. I forgot. They not tripping. Yeah, this is different. Voting, voting is different. You you work. It it overrules everything in this country. Voting day. You don't. I mean, I don't want to. You know, for everybody that's an employer, in yeah. case you don't know. But if you're an employer, voting day. If I'm at the polls, you can't do shit. That's true. You can't do. It's not. It's not reprimandable. I do like that. Um, now are you planning to go in the morning time? Uh, like I'm going early as first shit. Thing? Okay. Yeah, I, first thing in the morning. So that way I can come back home and watch the shit show unfold. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a shit show. For sure. I, I agree. I agree. Um let me tell you this. I mean, I mean I wanted to talk about this too. So we know that Chuck this was married, man. Uh-oh. Um Chuck this has a family. Uh, you was you, you was know. saving this, okay. By the way you setting it up, I can see you were saving this. All right, so I'm a single man. I haven't been in a relationship in a long time. Mm-hmm. I've had entanglement, situationships, etc. Mm-hmm. Miscellaneous, what have you. Mm-hmm. Now, I decided to call because you know me. I'm always calling people out. So I was like, let me let me, let me do some let me do some work on myself. Mm-hmm. So I called our friend, our good friend, Spicy Mike. And I was like, hey, now what I didn't intend is us being on the phone for two and a half hours. Of course. But I called my our friend Spicy Mighty. For those who don't know who Spicy Mighty is, just, you know, look her up on Instagram. Relationship expert. Degree. Yeah. She's a re- relationship expert. She really has a degree in, in relationships. She's and been studying I don't know. I didn't know that was a thing until I met her. Yeah, she but it's a real thing. Yeah. Her profession is relationships, uh, couples counseling. She sets you up with like with uh with mates, etc. So I call Spicy Mighty and I'm like, look, what's wrong with me? And from your professional opinion, fuck the fact that we friends. Yeah. Your professional opinion of me. What is your what's wrong with me? She's like, oh shit, how much time you got? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on air. Wow. Okay. Wait, so can, just, can, can we before that? What what made you want to do the work? What was that single moment for you to say, you know what, I should give her a call because you've known her for years, you've had her number. Like we've obviously all had debates and conversations. This isn't nothing new. So what made you say, okay, let me work on myself? Um, I just wanted another perspective because I'm usually the smartest person dissecting information when it comes to shit about me. like in a room. I'm usually the one with the most logistical perspective because I think like a computer. But what so triggered like, that? Like, well, she had another conversation with other women, and I was like, "What are these women talking about?" Boom, like, the, I'm watching it. these women. Got it, got it. And then she had another panel, and they was just rambling about some shit. And I was like, "I could see why she's single. Mm-hmm. I could tell why she's anyway." Um, so I just called her, and I was like, "Yeah." She was like, "Well, you know, you have a problem with catering to emotions," mm-hmm. and I was like, "I really do have a problem with catering to emotions. I lack empathy. That's not something I was raised with like that." Like. We were just in problem solving mode for most of my life. I don't I don't have a lot of coddling. So naturally that transfers over into how I deal with people. Men, women, it's all the same. Children, it's the same shit to me. So she was like, look, head, you know, we talked for two and a half hours. I'm going to talk about that. It'll be boring. But she's like, look, I need you to get this book. I'm like, what book? She said, you should get this book. And I think you would really fuck with it. I think you would really like it. And this book is called. Here it is right here. This book is called The Way of the Superior Man. Okay, so you got the audio book. What the hell? Okay. So I got this book, The Way of the Superior Man. Mm -hmm. Every man 
who wants to be or need who every man who who has questions about women and wants to be in a relationship needs this book. Really? This book is fucking fire. Like I'm halfway through it already. I got halfway through the book in like three days. What, what, what's, what's one thing that you learned from that I'm book? I'm glad you asked that, Chuck. This Go ahead. I have an excerpt from this book, <laughs> and I would love women's opinion on this. Okay. It says, this is an excerpt from the book, The Way of the Superior Man. The feminine's moods and opinions are like weather patterns. They are constantly changing, severe, gentle, and they have no single source. No, an- no analysis will work. Don't analyze your woman. There is no linear chain of cause and effect that can lead to the kernel of the problem. There is no problem, only a storm. (laughs) It is a very rare occasion when your analysis of her mood relieves her of it. Most often your analysis and attempts to fix her will just piss her off more. Mm. Don't try to fix your woman. Mm. Comfort her. That's a bar. I was like, and I'm listening to this shit. And when he said, he was like, he said, the feminine's moves and opinions are like weather patterns. No analysis will work. There is no linear chain of cause and effect that can lead to the kernel of the problem. Because there is no problem, only a storm. Yeah, that, that resonated because you're like, <laughs> shit. I would love women's opinion on that. You know what I'm saying? So, so what, what's, the, what's the call to action? What's the question? Do you think, are we asking, is that true? Is that false? Like, what, what's the question? I ran it by a couple of women. One woman wholeheartedly agreed. The other woman was very offended by that. (laughs) What was the question? It was like, how do you feel about that? What he's saying in the book? Like, how do you feel about what, what that, what I, that specific part of the book is what I, is what I pitched to them. So ladies, is it true? Is what is, is what he said? Is that true? Is it true? That's, that's what I, that's the ultimate question. But, one woman was like, oh, yeah, that's that's dead on. And the other one was, I'm offended. How can you marginalize women <laughs> into this? And she, you know, she was one of them. So I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, you, know, you fucked up. You her, got your, you, storm. I'm about to say, you was in the <laughs> fucking storm, bro. You <laughs> <laughs> was in the middle, of, the, the, the middle of the storm at that point. You know, like when you get rushed and you don't know who hitting you. <laughs> you <laughs> get packed out, just. You packed out. You just tucking. You just tuck. So uh, yeah, I just thought that was. I thought that shit. And I just think, I don't know. I've been. I've been. I just can't get enough of this book. Mm-hmm. I've just been listening to it nonstop. You know, I get the audiobooks instead of reading, so that way I can move around. But I'm already halfway through. I'm chapter nineteen. Now, did did you learn something about yourself? Yes. And what was that? That not only do I lack empathy. But I started to re- I started to do more to work on myself and just really like I said I've been laid up for a couple of days. Uh, that's what really okay. really really su- Sunday Monday Tuesday I just was laid up, mm-hmm. not just having time with my thoughts and eating food and shit. And so I was really just thinking, doing some work on myself, and I was like, I know I lack empathy. Mm-hmm. I know that's a thing. I don't have the empathetic. I'm not an empath in that way where I absorb emotions the same way other people, other human beings do. I said, but the other part that I probably discovered is. I synthesize my emotions to the point where if something makes sense to me, then I'm able to apply emotion to it. Mm, okay. But if it doesn't make Which sense. Is, and I'm not able to attach an emotion to it. Yeah. So I was talking to my friend Tina and I asked her, I said, Hey, I said, how did you get married? And she was like, what you, cause she's divorced now. I was like, what you mean? I said, how did he propose to you? Mm. And she was like, well, you know, you know, he called our family over. We went on this special balcony that everybody kind of got proposed to. And then it was like a tradition. And he got on his knee and he proposed to me. And I'm like, see, that's my problem. Why are it? Why, where's the knee thing coming from? Oh, the getting like, on one knee. knee. I said, why? And you know me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm a contrarian when it comes to social norms. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wear pants. I don't want to do nothing that's, <laughs> that people just. Everybody else. Say we. Right. We just what we doing win. and everybody get down. That's yeah. stupid to me. Valentine's Day, it's all dumb. So here's what the breakthrough was for me. And then channeling back to the book. She was like, oh, it's just tradition. And I'm like, yeah, but I hate tradition. I don't like no traditions like that. She said, yeah, but some traditions you want to partake in because it appeals to who you are as a person. And I'm like, what? She said, like taking your last name. Ooh. She was like, right. She was like, 
you want me to take your last name, right? I'm like, yeah. She said, that's just tradition. There's no, re- There's no rhyme or reason for that. Bye. 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 <laughs> she's like, she's like, there's no real reason for that. I can keep my name and we could be married, but it's a tradition that you want to partake in, right? I'm like, yeah. She said, so just participate in getting on one knee and proposing. And I was like, Yo. That is the I said that is the first time <laughs> a woman has ever synthesized logistical thought process applied to something where normally people would go with emotion mm-hmm. and made it make sense to me. Now I'm just I'm ready to get in. I'll get on one knee and propose. Wow. Hey, that's a bar. I'm not going to lie. That's a bar. So that's what I'm telling you. That's yeah. something I discovered. Wow. Hey, salute to Tina. Hey, shout out Tina. By, by, I know there's probably women around the world right now that are listening, uh, that are seeing this clip, that are saying that's that's thanking you for allowing him to get that insight alongside with the book, alongside with the conversation with Spicy Mighty. I think that's dope. the fact that you said you had a breakthrough. I think that's probably the 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 single biggest moment that's going to probably affect your life that you have no idea about starting right now. Oh, hundred percent. That's what I'm telling you. Wow. Like, because, because what happens is, you know me, I'm very critical and analytical. Mm-hmm. And that's why the book is so much of a breakthrough because it says no analysis will work. Don't mm-hmm. analyze your woman. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, how the fuck are you supposed to make sense of it? Then the book says, don't try to make sense of it. It's like, oh, I'm like, all right. oh, <laughs> oh, this is just some bullshit. Okay. For sure. Like, I, I know what to do with that information. It's talking in your language. To, I know what to do with that information. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is some bullshit. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Like, we go to an event. And when the promoter ain't got the money, mm-hmm. they don't got the right microphones. The DJ has DJ shit. Oh, so this is some bullshit. Yeah. We know what, how to proceed. Yeah. At that point. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Or if you see a nigga set tripping, he just gangbang. He on one. They go gonna, they, them niggas over there is on bullshit. Yeah, okay. I'm, I know what to do with that hey. information. I'm going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's when you don't fucking understand right. what's happening. Yeah. So it's like. That's what I'm saying. That was one of the first. I mean, not she wasn't the first person, but that was literally one of the one of the first times somebody has synthesized information to me that normal people would go with an emotional component mm-hmm. and just logistified it. I don't even know if that's a word. I mean, we're gonna make it a word right now. Logistified. Logistified it <laughs> to the point where it made sense to me, and I can now attach an emotion to it. Mm-hmm. So it was like boom. It's like that's the type of shit I need in order for me to function in this fucked up society. But I, I'm I'm just to bring it back. I'm proud of the fact that you understood that versus trying to fight it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Versus saying, man, no, well, no, I do. You you took the information, you received it, and you applying it. So I ain't got nothing else to say about that. Like that's that's huge. That yeah. is huge. Uh, and what's the name of the book? One more time. Uh, the way of the superior man by. Uh, by David Didia, the uh, Data. Like okay, say that last Data. Name. Dita okay. or Data? D e i d a. Yeah, the, the way of the superior man. What's interesting enough is I was telling a friend of mine about this book, and she got it for her son. Her son is like sixteen. Oh, wow, 17. amazing, amazing. And 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 she was like, yeah, like he's 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 you know fucking with the book, and I'm like, damn, this shit is cool. Like, book club coming soon. goddammit. it. Okay. Well, look. I think that's a perfect way to end this. We can, uh, would you say legitimize? Was it le- legitimate? Justify. Logistify. We're going to logistify all this information <laughs> later hey, on. that's the name of the podcast. We're going to logistify this breakthrough. Logistify is a word. <laughs> we're gonna, yeah, we're going to logistify this later on, man. We appreciate y'all tapping in. Homegrown Radio. Subscribe, rate, comment, and we will catch you guys next week, which will be maybe the end of the world. We don't know. We're going to logistify that later on as well. We're going to logistify it. Radio Chuck Dizzle DJ. We out.